Generating traffic and sales can be a challenge for online merchants. But selling on the Walmart marketplace puts your products in front of millions of customers who shop on walmart.com. And right now, sellers who join Walmart Marketplace can save up to 50% on referral and fulfillment fees for the first 90 days. So get started today. Head over to marketplace.walmart.com savings. That's marketplace.walmart.com savings. Welcome to E-Commerce Conversations, a weekly podcast focusing on e-commerce topics featuring interviews with prominent people in the e-commerce space. Welcome to E-Commerce Conversations by Practical E-Commerce. I'm Kerry Murdoch. There are dozens of credit card fraud prevention services. Some cost money, some are free, and their approach to fraud prevention can vary. So what are small merchants to do to prevent fraud, and how much money should they spend in the process? A fraud prevention expert is here to address that for us. He's John Hammond, Technical Account Manager with Authorize.net, the credit card payment gateway company. Well, John, thank you for your time today. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. John, our listeners are smaller e-commerce merchants, as you know. Give us a realistic idea of the type of credit card fraud these businesses face. Well, today, some of the biggest ones that we have are known as card testing, which is, and also data threats, but card testing is one of the biggest ones. What that entails is either... Uh, an individual utilizing just a small number of phony credit card numbers or using a large number of credit card numbers and just passing them through uh, the merchant's website or shopping cart services. Um, there's also the data threats, which is stored data being compromised. So if merchant accidentally or improperly is storing data, uh, that information could be compromised. And then there's friendly fraud, which is... Uh, Pretty simply put, just merchant fraud, meaning that the merchant themselves has an intention of setting up an account, utilizing that account to do chargebacks on that on their own credit card so that they could obtain funds. And then there's the shopping cart website attacks, which are just malicious attacks on their payment forms due to the information on their websites being accessible uh, as far as their secured data. Uh, some of the other information that was uh, that could be actually referenced when it comes to fraud, is the CyberSource Online Fraud Report, which is uh, an excellent industry document, which is located at www.cybersource.com. But one of the biggest uh, points of interest that's been brought to my attention was by our fraud manager. He mentions consistently to know your customers. That's what most small business or any merchant business should know, is know your customers. Are there... Some types of merchants that have a higher risk, does it depend on what they sell? If I sell running shoes and you sell iPods, in that example, have you got a higher risk of fraud than me? In the overall scheme of things, there's really no specific industry, only specific practices which allow for fraud. However, there have been uh, businesses that are out there, for instance, charities and donation sites with 
which do seem to become targets, along with uh, you know being easily compromised websites. So any website out there that does not properly secure their payment form or access to their uh, shopping cart information can be easily compromised. But uh, again, the the card testing is really the biggest issue that uh, that we see here on the small business side. It's the most prevalent, I should say. And it's also the most easily deterred just by keeping a close eye on your transaction activity and utilizing all the services that are out there available to you, especially the free services. Uh, that's probably the, the biggest you know, service available is address verification and card code verification, which on just about every platform that's out there, that is a free service that's provided. And most card testers, the perpetrators of that crime, they don't have those numbers typically. No, it's they're usually just uh, system generated. So the numbers are put together and then just systematically thrown in there. You know, that's another important thing about security is depending on how much information you ask on your payment forms. If you ask for uh, just the bare bones minimum and you have uh, a site that is easily accessible or could be compromised, it's really not going to cause any slowdown, I should say, for the fraudster to just pass that information through. But if you're requiring specific fields other than just the bare, bare bones minimum, then the best thing is is to have specifically address information, specifically shipping information, so that there's something to compare and makes it more difficult for the fraudsters to actually get into the account and just send through some sort of uh, large amount of fake card numbers, basically, is what it comes down to. John, merchants have told us occasionally the following. They'll say, uh, you know, I don't ship to a certain country because I've been ripped off by by someone in that country and or I don't ship, you know, to a certain location. And we had a merchant tell us recently, actually fairly frequently, they tell us that we just ship in the U.S. and Canada uh, to minimize fraud. And oftentimes we hear merchants say they look at every single order, smaller merchants, uh, just from a fraud protection standpoint. Is that overkill in your view, all of those measures I just mentioned? Absolutely not. Um, you've got to know who your customers are. The next thing is, is manual review is okay. Uh, it provides you an understanding of who your customers are, and then it makes it easier for you later on down the road as a business owner to recognize whether this is a, a regular customer that purchases an item from you or if it's somebody that could be maliciously uh, going through and just purchasing items for fraud purposes. But with only a few transactions processed, there's a, a minimal savings there, but you're still... If you're not knowledgeable of the industry itself, the credit card industry, you really should be utilizing as many fraud tools that are available to you, especially anything that is a free tool that is available. And even if you're processing a high number of transactions, you really should then consider adding some other, uh, additional fraud tools, whether it's a, an additional cost to your company. Compare and contrast the amount of chargebacks that you get if with regard to you know what you're going to be paying out for a very usable uh, fraud tool that might cost you ten bucks at the most a month. So whether your payment company asks for your charge services, it really comes down to 
uh, use what's available or both. And another important item that I really like to describe to people is, is, is read as much information and documentation as you can, especially coming into this as a new business, a small business, and it's something that you're just doing on the side or whether this is your livelihood. Read the documentation so that you have a clear understanding and then use your customer service for any further uh, further help. Another important thing is, is if you've got email notifications, don't turn them off. Make sure that you read those emails and be sure to pay very close attention to your filtering of how you have all your services set up. Say I'm a small merchant. Let's assume I'm uh, let's assume I, my business grosses a half a million dollars a year. I've got a couple of employees. I've got a, per, a pretty narrow profit margin. And uh, let's assume I sell kitchen supplies. What's your recommendations uh, for me as a merchant? I don't have a lot of money to be throwing around. I also can't afford to be wasting merchandise on fraud, fraud orders. Uh, so can you just run down for me once more? at the risk of repeating what you just said, what your recommendations would be for me under that scenario. Absolutely, and this is a really important item that, uh, that uh, you bring up. And Again, it goes back to that same theme that, uh, that I stick with, and that is, is know your customers. That's the most important item. Um, afterwards, there are always going to be variables based on services and demographics and payment forms that... Uh, Know, different developers or shopping cart services will set up for small business merchants. And, you know, some business, as I stated earlier, the charity and donation sites, they're particularly vulnerable. However, uh, if they have somebody that is doing their due diligence, reviewing the documentation, utilizing all the uh, free services that are out there, and ensuring that at least their security has... Uh, as much uh, emphasis on the website as they can possibly place so that that particular website doesn't get compromised. Uh, these are the these are the things that fraudsters will go into an account and if they see a payment form or a shopping cart service, they'll try to exploit or at least try to find information that they can exploit and access by throwing in a whole bunch of numbers. But if you're requiring a considerable amount of information to be passed in order for a customer to, you know, process their transaction and feel safe about it, then you're really not going to have too many fraudsters out there. They're going to waste their time. They're going to look for the simplest process to put into place and hit that particular merchant up. Otherwise, they're just going to walk away. And probably the uh, the second most important thing is is in this industry, we have customers that are even more savvy about identity theft and potential fraud. And so if they see that they have to enter in specific pieces of information and requires them to approve one thing or another within that payment form, it actually makes the customers feel more comfortable as well. John, Authorize.net is the leading payment gateway for smaller merchants, and I suspect a lot of the listeners to this interview use Authorize.net. Could you review with us briefly what fraud prevention products your company offers to its merchants? Authorize.net has a built-in free tools of address verification services, uh, card code verification, and a daily velocity filter. 
Those are free built-in services that are available, and if used properly, can really decrease a great percentage of fraudulent transaction activity. Does a merchant have to turn something on to make himself or herself uh, make his business available to those three products? Address verification comes in a default setting, which is about medium-high security for address verification. Um, I could get into the details, but that would take a lot longer than what this would allow. Card code verification is something that has to be enabled by the merchant. And then the daily velocity filter is also something that needs to be set by the business owner themselves, but are easily, uh, once you've read through the documentation, it's easy to set it however you want it to. And then if you set it too strong because it's scaring off some of your customers, then you can lighten it a little bit so that uh, it allows specific customers to come in. The additional product that we do have is uh, a paid service, which is the Advanced Fraud Detection Suite, which costs only 10 bucks a month. And it allows merchants to fully customize 12 different filters and the way those filters handle suspicious transactions. It is inclusive of the address verification and the daily velocity filter. And with all the information that is being reviewed, it really is, in my opinion, one of the best fraud services that we have available that's out there. For 10 bucks a month, you really can pass that opportunity up just with regard to uh, reviewing your chargebacks and returns that you might have. And then, of course, reading uh, the best practices and the white papers that we have available on our corporate website at www.authorize.net. The premium product you described there, which is just $10 a month, that's kind of amazing for the, the tools that you get for that price, but that's Advanced Fraud Detection Suite, and that's the product that's just $10 a month. Again, our listeners are smaller merchants for the most part. Anything else on your mind for them today, John? The primary themes that I put in here were know your customer, be diligent about utilizing the built-in services that you have available to you, whether it's with your gateway service, with Authorize.net, with your shopping cart, with your website, with your developer, whoever can set specific parameters that checks and watches all fraud capability or potential capability of being hit to your account, it, it's fantastic to utilize everything that you possibly can. After that, what I would suggest is, is if you do have fraud that is coming across on your account, get in contact with your customer support immediately. And probably one of the best resources that are out there, at least uh, covered by the government, is the Internet Crime Complaint Center at www.ic3.gov. And after that, uh, it's just a matter of making sure that uh, everything else is being processed as it should. Keep an eye on your services and read the documentation. Well, John Hammond, the technical account manager for Authorize.net, we want to thank you for your time today, sir. Thank you, Terry, for the opportunity. I appreciate it. That's all the time we have for this week's e-commerce conversation. I hope you enjoyed it. Please tune in next week for another new episode.